You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. Back again, back again. What is going on, everyone? The 415ers podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with you on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Download, rate, and subscribe. Five stars only. It is Evan Giddings. It is Mark Grandy. Mark, what's going on, my man? How are you doing? Oh, not too much, Evan. Same old, same old. Just getting ready for another uh, weekend of football and uh, excited to get it rolling with you here on the 415ers. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot to talk about in 49er land, obviously coming off of a tough loss, 28-14 in week six to Atlanta, now three and three. We're going to get into why you should as well as shouldn't maybe feel confident about this team, as well as what are some of the you know the kind of issues that we talked about on Monday as far as comebacks with the 49ers are concerned. But where we want to start today is with George Kittle. Because George Kittle, after the Falcons game, was talking to reporters on Sunday and mentioned the fact that, quote, the 49ers have a standard that we play at. We play at a very high level with a lot of energy, 100% effort in every single play. I don't know if we gave that today. Now, that's something that a lot of fans might also align with. And quite frankly, also, the team just looked like based on the, the lopsided loss to Atlanta. But what was interesting is that Kyle Shanahan then earlier this week in his own press conference kind of refuted that. He said, essentially, like, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like we didn't give 100% effort on Sunday. And that kind of perked people's ears because you got a head coach that's evidently not on the same page with his number one tight end, the leader on the team, core member of the group or vice versa. Um, but I'm curious what you made of it, Mark, because I thought it was much to do about nothing when Kittle said it, because that's kind of how I felt. But then when Kyle Shanahan doubles back and says, that's not actually how I feel, then I start to wonder, okay, well, what what's really going on here? I'm not sure I, I read into it all that much. Um, you're right, it is kind of interesting that head coach and star offensive player are disagreeing there. But Shanahan also did say, after saying he disagrees with Kittle there, that he he's likes that George Kittle said that. He, quote, I like George saying that. That's, to me, how you feel, especially when a team, quote, kind of dominates the game in terms of how they ran the ball and the amount of carries they got compared to us and the time of possession. So Shanahan is saying, like, I want my star players to feel that way, but he's also not going to throw his players under the bus and say, you know, they came out with terrible effort. He's going to take the blame for the loss. And I think ultimately that's, that's what happened. And beyond that, I'm not sure there's really too much to look into it. Now I I do wonder specifically what George Kittle was referencing. Maybe he saw something from, I don't know, a position group from a few players. Maybe it was just a generalization team wide. He's obviously not going to call out anyone by name that's just not the the 49er way and and not the person that George Kittle is I think that's where I might be curious the most what did he see specifically to cause him to say that was it on the defensive side of the ball was it that third and what 14 or 15 conversion where Marcus Mariota easily fooled the entire 49ers front I think he saw Samuel Womack come crashing in from a side didn't hold the edge and it turned into an easy run and conversion for Mariota. Was it something there? Was it the run game struggling? Was it some uh, some drops 
in the passing game. I'm not sure exactly what he's referencing, but that would be what I'm most interested in. Uh, who, who was he talking about? What was he talking about? And less so about the disagreement, because I'm not sure that Kyle Shanahan is in a position to say, yeah, they didn't play hard enough. And I think at the same time, he's just giving the credit to the Falcons, which they certainly deserve rushing the ball 40 times and controlling that game from start to finish. So I'm not you know, too interested in uh, how Kyle Shanahan feels about that. I'm more so just wondering what George Kittle saw. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that you have a player on the field who in a lot of ways embodies intensity, especially with your team in George Kittle. And you have a head coach who, I mean, just being honest, like is not that intense of an individual. So, and from that sense, maybe it's also much to do about nothing because look, you got a guy who feels like he didn't give maybe his max effort today because his max effort is incredibly high. And Shanahan is saying, well, you know, I, I thought we we're, you know, pretty much where we're always supposed to be, which is even keeled according to him. And that's where he felt like the team was entering headspace wise. And, you know, the chips fell and they didn't, turn out in the 49ers favor. I I do think that the answer though, from Shanahan is one that is apropos for him and his head coaching style. But I think that's also a lot of the, the issue with from fans with him is the fact that, I mean, he, like you said, he, he talked about, you know, wanting his players to feel like that, but it doesn't feel like he does. And I, and, and not that your head coach should be, you know, screaming up and down the sidelines or getting into press conferences and being a big rah-rah guy. But I get, I just guess that after a loss in which the 49ers pretty much got their asses kicked by a team that we both believe to be not terrible, but inferior to them, even with the injuries, uh, I guess people were just hoping that, you know, there might be a little more fire lit under Shanahan, especially coming into a big week in week seven, where you got a potential Super Bowl contender down the line and one that has already beaten you in the Super Bowl in Kansas City. Well, I think I would respond to that with two things. First of all, what Kyle Shanahan says to the media generally does not represent what he's saying to his team internally. He very well could have ripped his team, you know, as hard as we've seen him all year, you know, Internally, in the locker room after the game, after breaking down film right now down in Santa Clara. We really have no way of knowing that. Um, You know, the Niners are on a tight ship. Generally, things do not get out like that. So I wouldn't say that that didn't happen entirely. And he, I don't think he's he's, he's not the guy that's going to trash his team in the media. And, and maybe trash isn't the right word. But he's not going to say those kinds of things right after the game, the day after the game on a conference call to the media for everyone to hear. He's going to, if he feels the need to do that sort of thing, I think he's going to do it internally. And second, I would ask you, I mean, did you see a lack of intensity? Did you see a team that didn't come out with the right energy? I'm not so sure I saw that. I saw an injury depleted team on the second week of a two week East coast trip um, against a, a, a decent team, but with a really good run game who controlled the, the game on the ground. I'm not sure it's anything you know, two out of the ordinary, certainly you would have hoped that the team could have won, ran the ball better and two slowed down the run better on the other side of the ball. But I, I don't know about you. I didn't see like any red flags popping out to me saying, Oh my God, this team simply just wasn't ready. They are, you know, the head coach didn't get them ready. They're not energized. They're not ready. They're, they're, you know, slow out of the gates. I 
didn't really see that. I just think really? it was more the circumstances. Yeah, no, I, I I didn't see a lack of effort or or energy. You didn't see it, a lack of focus, like a lack of discipline. Like to me, those are all things that are wrapped up under the guise of intensity, and that's the reason why. I felt like they found themselves in a hole. Now, I think after they went down 14 nothing, they they played pretty well, especially in the second half. Like they sort of flip-flopped. The offense played well in the first half, didn't play well in the second half. Defense didn't have a good start to the game. Defense did a good job the last half of the game. But when you're not having the same sort of complementary football, especially in the 49ers and you are injury depleted, like that to me does maybe not scream, "Oh my gosh, like this this team was just you know, went out there and thought they could kind of cakewalk past the Falcons. But there was certainly a lack of intensity compared to where we'd seen the team in prior weeks. I don't know. I mean, you're playing without six starters at the start of the game on defense. A few others go out. I mean, you saw many, many snaps for players like Akeem Spence and uh, Kamoko Ture, uh, Kerry Hyder and Hassan Ridgeway all got a lot of snaps. You saw Oren Burks and Demetrius Flanagan Fowles get defensive snaps. They're generally only special teamers. Same thing for George Odom. You saw some Tarvarius Moore snaps. I mean, this is a unit that, you know, had to throw in guys that generally in a perfect world would never see a defensive snap. So, um, you know, maybe it's it's a cop out for me to, to say injuries. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe they were a little slow getting out of the blocks, uh, you know, that, that 14, nothing deficit. A lot of that was because of the, the Jeff Wilson jr. Fumble. And no one has a, a single bad word to say about Jeff Wilson jr. He's beloved in the locker room. And I don't think a fumble necessarily means like you didn't come with the right energy. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's simpler than a lot of people are making it. Um, I think it's good that George Kittle feels that way. He's probably going to get on his teammates about it if he honestly feels that way, which I'm, I'm sure he does. And, you know, they're probably going to come out firing a bit better against Kansas City. Uh, they're going to need to because that's a really good team. But I'm not sure I, I, I saw anything that that really worries me in that game related to effort. I think it was just a, a culmination of of a lot of circumstances and maybe the effort wasn't as good as it should be, but I don't think it was so bad that it deserves, you know, you know, a call out by the head coach. No, but it wasn't like he was calling anyone out. All I'll, at least I, I just felt like all he had to do is simply say, yeah, you know, maybe we didn't give our best effort. George is one of our leaders. He felt like we lacked intensity. He's on the field. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with his better judgment. Uh, to me, that's not calling anyone out. That's just kind of a, a, acknowledging what someone's truth is that is on the on the field and in the huddle. But I, I don't know. I guess it just seemed like if there are players that have to step up in the stead, like you mentioned, playing snaps that they probably shouldn't be, I feel like that's sort of the time for those team leaders, the, the, the Fred Warner's, you know, the Drake Greenlaws um, on offense, you know, Debo Samuel, Ayuk I, did play very well. He was he was one player that we highlighted, certainly, uh, that outside of garbage time was dominant against the Falcons. But like we also talked about in our reaction episode over the weekend, like there was a lot of missed tackles. There was a lot of situations where not just backups, but also starting players were getting carried forward on defense. And it just felt like the Falcons, a team that has a pretty simple equation to try and beat you. You weren't able to stop that. And I don't know if it comes down to simply just not having all of your guys. 
or you know there being a lack of intensity. But it felt like there was something missing there, and and maybe it's just an oversimplification to put it under the umbrella of intensity. But I think that's more what George Kittle was talking about, and why I was curious that Shanahan didn't affirm that because. To me, it it did look like there was an ingredient missing, certainly on the 49ers side. And that's why the Falcons were able to just pretty much roll up and down the field in the first half offensively, right before the half and then out of the break, and really capitalize on all of the mistakes that the 49ers made, uh, especially as far as drops and then ill-time penalties. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's fair. Um, I'm not sure... I mean, you know, you mentioned, you know, Fred Warner on the defensive side and, and Debo Samuel on offense. You know, this is a moment when they're down so many other starters. They've got to step up and they've got to bring that energy and that passion. And, you know, I'm sure they did. I would, you know, offer back at you. I don't know how much more you can ask them to do. I mean, specifically Fred Warner, who's like seemingly one of the last guys standing from a great defensive unit this early in the season. And he is really never missed a game in his 49ers career. Um, I mean, there's only so much he can do, and he's been fantastic this season. Um, I don't know. I, I I get that, you know, when you see a team, and, and specifically, you know, a team like the Falcons, you know, less talented than the 49ers, that's for sure. Now, maybe when you consider who was available in this game, you know, the talent discrepancy probably is a lot less, and, and maybe closer to even, but certainly there's a, an expectations different difference. I feel like, you know, us and, and Niner fans and, and other people in the media want to find, you know, a reason and a, a scapegoat. And the scapegoat this time, you know, George Kittle said it himself, it was a lack of energy. And, you know, Kyle Shanahan, I'm not saying you're saying this, but Kyle Shanahan needs to make sure his team is ready, needs to come out with better energy. You can't have let that happen Kyle Shanahan I don't know I think sometimes it's it's simpler than what we make it out to be uh again I, I think it was a confluence of issues a, a long road trip a, a team that runs the ball really well going up against a depleted defensive unit and again I'm not saying that the energy was perfect it, it probably wasn't I mean I think under the circumstances probably hard to be perfect in that regard but um I don't think it was you know, reason number one, why the 49ers lost this game. The reason number one, they lost this game is probably because they couldn't run the ball on their offensive side and Jeff Wilson Jr. Fumbled. And maybe your, your argument is, well, that's an energy issue. I, I'm not so certain about that, but um, I, I, I think it's relatively simple that, you know, sometimes football is a funny game where things happen. And that's, that's an instance of this one. Well, football's a funny game the next two weeks. The 49ers are going to go into the bye three and five. So that's <laughs> that's the reality of the situation. Um, and and not to try and I'm not trying to throw anybody on the bus. I just thought it was interesting um, because that's an issue. If it is that certainly cannot show up on Sunday when you got the defending. Oh, yeah. well, la last three conference championship teams coming in in the Kansas City Chiefs like that can't happen. No, it can't. And they're coming in off a loss as well. And, you know, history suggests you don't want to play Kyle Shanahan off a loss. History, you know, demands that you do not want to play Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes off a loss. So uh, you're going to have, you know, a, a couple of teams upset at themselves. And uh, generally, I would take an angry, angry uh, Andy Reid over an angry Kyle Shanahan. So it should be an interesting matchup. Definitely.